I have the perfect NFL quarterback. Helmets Off is on. All right, welcome to another episode of Helmets Off. Scott Mitchell, your host here. Yes, it's that time to build our ultimate NFL quarterback. We're going to take the different parts of a person and we're going to plug in what quarterback through the history of the NFL is the best at that body part. And we're going to create the perfect NFL quarterback. All right, the way we start this is we start from the ground up. So we're going to start in the feet department. And there are a whole lot of guys that have tremendous feet. And you can look at feet as in Fran Tarkington, like Mr. Scramble and can get out of anything and played in an era when things were brutally tough and and challenging. Or you can look at a more modern quarterback as in the name of Steve Young, where Steve Young kind of rewrote athleticism as it relates to quarterbacks. You could go for Randall Cunningham. You could... Say a guy like maybe Cam Newton or Michael Vick. All of these guys from from like just a pure running ability. Or then you could say a guy like Dan Marino, who had feet that were just freaking amazing as far as his footwork and getting himself in a position to make a quick throw, the the speed of his drop. Or you could look at a guy like Joe Montana, who was an artist. I mean, his his footwork was uncanny. So there's really kind of two categories here. So how I'm going to do this is I'm going to go one leg is that runner, and the other leg is that that artisan, that master, that immaculate footwork. Because in all reality, to have the ultimate quarterback – you have to have both of those. So from, from a just sure athletic speed perspective, there really was no one better than Michael Vick. And, and I, like, I like Steve Young's athleticism as, as his footwork, but I'm telling you, Michael Vick running the ball was something that was just freakish. It was freakish. It was beautiful it was masterful it was incredible now so so he's kind of my pick for that so he's the we'll give him the left leg you know the irony of this is steve young left-handed michael vick left-handed pretty good runners scott mitchell left-handed pretty good runner you laugh at this but let me tell you 16 rushing touchdowns in my career so I wasn't like chump change. It was a secret I had no one knew about. Let's keep it that way, okay? Don't tell anyone. All right, so from the other side, as far as footwork, and I, a guy who just was phenomenal in the pocket, Dan Marino, and I watched this, and I watched how it was practiced and how it was developed, and it was beautiful. It was masterful. I, lo- I loved it. But to me, the guy with the greatest feet – and you actually look at his legs, and they called him bird legs, and, and, and he, was, he wasn't a, a physical specimen, but it was Joe Montana. I don't know that anyone had better footwork than Joe Montana. It was just, it was so graceful. It was, it was artistry. It was, it was precision. It was purposeful in everything that he did. 
And and Marino really is a close second. So that old right foot is going to go to Joe Montana for his feet. All right, let's move into the arm position. And this one has two arms. So guess what? One arm is going to be one thing, and another arm is going to be another thing. And one arm is actually going to be sheer arm strength, like cannon arm. And the other one is going to be just amazing accuracy. And and so I will tell you who had a cannon of an arm. First of all, Randall Cunningham, cannon of an arm. John Elway, cannon of an arm. You know who else had a cannon of Jeff George had a cannon of an arm. You know who else had a cannon of an arm? Brett Favre. And I mean throw the ball a long way, laser just put a hole through you. They talk about the Elway cross where he threw the the ball so hard that as it hit the receivers, the the tip of the ball, it would hit him in, in, in an area that wasn't protected by shoulder pads and put a cross from the the four areas of the stitching of a football coming together at the point. And he he had a rifle. And so this is a tough one because because really I mean Randall Cunningham just could launch a launch a football. I mean it was it was crazy how how far he could throw it. Brett Favre, how far he could throw it. I have to give it to. I have to give it to John Elway. Because here here's why, there was a rocket arm, but there also was a a, a level of accuracy to it. Brett Favre threw a whole lot of interceptions because he had a rocket arm. I, I was kind of leaning between John Elway and Brett Favre. But Elway, with, and he did, Elway had a gun, a cannon. and um, But he was also pretty accurate with that. Favre was, he was a Wild West gunslinger. And he'd throw it, and sometimes it was like, why are you throwing it there? What are you doing? So I, I, I'm going to give the edge as far as just sheer arm strength to to John Elway. Now, from an accuracy standpoint, I'll tell you a guy who actually ended his career. And so you look at maybe career completion percentage and who was really high. And you'll look at guys like who are super efficient. You look at a guy like Drew Brees, who I think is extremely accurate. You look at a guy like Steve Young, extremely accurate throwing. And and there was an era of guys like, uh, like Terry Bradshaw, eh, Roger Staubach. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a guy who is so underrated in the annals of football is Ken Anderson. Ken Anderson, who actually was a coach of mine for a couple of years, was as as an accurate thrower. He might be as good as there ever was. Really, I mean, he was, he was, he was pretty darn good. Uh, but let me tell you a guy that if if I if I threw a nickel or a quarter forty yards away up in the air, kind of like they do in the old westerns, and if I had one guy that that I I would have to say you need to hit this, I know who that guy is. And it's a guy that I actually played with, and it, it's Dan Marino. His his accuracy and precision was was spectacular. 
to me. I watched every single day in practice how many passes were just right on the money. And part of this was his footwork. Part of it, and, and Dan Marino had a strong arm. Quick release, but he certainly wasn't, you know, it's not an Elway arm. It's not a Favre arm. It's a, it's a Marino arm. But from an accuracy standpoint, man, I would take Dan Marino. I mean, all these guys I've mentioned, good, really good. But I would take Dan Marino over anyone. So you have here's what we have. We have the fast guys, Michael Vick. We have the precision footwork of Joe Montana. We have the rifle arm of John Elway with the accuracy of Dan Marino. Right now, that sounds pretty darn good. And we're only halfway there because now we got head, intellect, toughness, and heart. Who is that heart guy? And boy, there's a good list of these folks. All right, we're taking a break. We'll come back and finish up the perfect quarterback in NFL history. All right, welcome back to Helmets Off. Scott Mitchell here, building the perfect NFL quarterback. This is a fun conversation, and it's fun. In fact, you know what? I might want to do this for other positions. Like the like, who would be the greatest defensive lineman and linebacker and and cornerback? This this could be kind of fun, actually. This could be this could be really fun. But for now, we're just doing quarterbacks because, let's face it, they're the most important. It's, just, it's not even close. Okay, so we've talked about the legs, talked about the arm, and now I want to talk about the head. And and I know there's only one head, so maybe we can go right brain, left brain, because there there's a, there's a, a little bit of a, a difference here in that there's there's guys that have – this um like just just understanding the game of football like their football IQ their 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 knowledge their 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 just kind of perception of the game and and I really have one guy in mind for this I really do I think he kind of raised the level of mental preparation and and understanding defenses and understanding um human nature and all of those. So so I want to have I want to have one part of it where it's just that football IQ where he just it's just he's just a football player. He's just kind of off the charts. But then I want to have um where it's like um and 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 it's kind of similar but it's not. But it's it's that guy that has the ability to, and I don't want to say handle pressure, but I I, I want to say that ha, that deals with, and just was really great at improv, and and reacting on his feet. And I think that's kind of a, I believe that's a mental part. And maybe I'm wrong here, but you know what? It's my show, and this is what we're going to do with it. But I'll just tell you right now, that the guy I believe who from from a from a perspective of understanding football is Peyton Manning. 
Peyton Manning just just his level of preparation, his level of just understanding football. I I really believe he took football to a whole new level in in a lot of things that um, he he was able to do. It just it just felt like no one was gonna was gonna prepare harder, and and I don't want to say work harder because it's there's all these guys work hard. You just don't. There's working hard is like a prerequisite. It's just a given. It's just a standard that that you you just don't get to and play and have success in the NFL if you don't do that. So, so I'm I'm not working hard to me is not a, a criteria, but it's it's preparing hard and guys guys understood. There were some that understood better how to prepare than others. There were guys that just amazingly talented worked hard at it, but they're their preparation, their understanding of situations and understanding of what would be the best thing to do in this situation, I, I'm not sure there was a better prepared player ever than than a guy like Peyton Manning. But a guy that kind of was a heady player to me, uh, and, and, and he's a guy who, who I believe has, and, and, and maybe part of it is a leadership quality, um, a, a captain of industry kind of person. And this one, quite frankly, I think is almost a no-brainer. And it's Roger Staubach. Roger Staubach was, I mean, he was Captain America. He was a guy that that would just, um, if I had to take my team into battle and I had to have that leader and that guy that just, uh, in that pressure situation, and it was was able to keep his wits about him, was a guy like Roger Staubach, and 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 I could be biased here, and part of my bias is is having like a personal interaction with Roger Staubach post career, and to see the 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 kind of individual that he was, that to me was something that really impressed me about. This is a guy that. You know, I could build an, a franchise around. I could build an organization around, and he would be that leader, and that that that. And maybe that's what I'm looking for. And from a head perspective, is this guy was as natural, as perfect, as pure a leader. He, you know, he's he's a guy that would be like George Washington. You know, he's that he's just that that type of leader that you really you really want on your team. Okay, so. When you hear this list so far, you go, well, that would be a freaking awesome quarterback. Michael Vick, Joe Montana, John Elway, Dan Marino, Roger Staubach, and Peyton Manning. And and I know that there's a lot of players today that are really, really good. And there's a couple that there's at least one I know of today that will be right in the middle of this conversation. Because it's that heart, and it's that almost willing your team to win, and it's that pursuit of excellence, and that pushing yourself in uh, in such a manner for such a long period of time, and and that 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 clutch player, that guy, you know, I, I quite frankly, I think, arguably, as far as winning goes is like not even close. And of course it's Tom Brady, right? I mean that, that heart guy and and you you look at him and there's just this 
Like there's this burning will to win. And in his preparation, in his longevity, the guy has won how many Super Bowls? I mean, I mean, he's close to winning like eight. Serious. I mean, it's it's insane the number of Super Bowls that he's been to and and within a play of literally winning like all of them. And 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 we're, and we're not talking just an average play. We're talking a Herculean effort by an Eli Manning kind of play, a, a very improbable play uh where he's 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 close to eight Super Bowl wins. And you just you look at that that just fierce heart of a lion type of player that that heart that soul i i just i can't i can't even think of another player who would fit that than tom brady now you you look at tom brady he didn't got great feet his feet he's slow as like molasses uh he gets himself in a really good position to throw accurately he doesn't have the strongest arm in the world uh, you know, you may argue that he's extremely accurate because he, he, he is. He's very accurate. But um, and you may say the guy's, you know, his mental preparation is pretty good. But this list of quarterbacks in these different categories to me, I think is unbeatable. I really do. So let me just go through it really quickly. You have the legs of Michael Vick and Joe Montana. You have the arm of John Elway and Dan Marino. You have the head and the preparation of Eli Manning, and you have the heart of Tom Brady. That, to me, you, that's an unbeatable quarterback. An unbeatable quarterback. You couldn't even touch it. It's the perfect, the perfect quarterback. All right, Helmets Off is now off. Find us on Facebook at the Helmets Off Podcast, Twitter at the Helmets Off Show, and, you know, anywhere you find your podcast, because we are powered by kslsports.com. Until then, we'll catch you soon.